Jeannie Buss speaks out and she is not happy about this past season for the purple and gold. And are the Lakers looking to trade LeBron James and keep Russell Westbrook? Laker fam, we've got a lot to talk about tonight here on the Laker Hand Podcast. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, Jeannie Buss gave a very in-depth interview, and she had a lot to say. And starting off, she is not happy about how the Purple and Gold performed this past season. Yeah, Hannah, this was very, very interesting because Jeannie Buss rarely speaks in public, and when she does, it's usually just to be nice and complimentary or to say nice things about people. This was a serious uh, interview that they had with her, and uh, you know there was a lot that came out of it, and I, I've got some of my own takes on it, Hannah, I'm going to give you, but what's your take to start with? Well, my biggest takeaway was, I mean, obviously she talked about how she is not happy at all with how things went this past season, as I'm sure everyone listening, we can all agree they were, it was a complete disaster of a season. And, you know, it's interesting because the last time Jeannie Buss spoke out and said that she was unhappy, she made some drastic moves. She actually fired her brother, um, who was at one point, you know, in charge of helping out with the front office. And, The interesting thing about this interview was she really made it seem like she wasn't going to be making any changes in the front office, especially, you know, at least for this next year. She talked a lot about how she had a lot of faith in the front office and a lot of faith in Rob Palenka in general, which I think maybe surprises some people. Yeah, Hannah, I want to take a step back for a second and try to put this in perspective because I was somewhat perplexed and a little bit disturbed by the interview and what I read about it. First of all, let's start from the proposition. Everybody loves Jeannie Buss, okay? Uh, she's paid her dues. If anybody saw the, the HBO series Winning Time, she was one of the few characters who came out of that in a positive light. You know, actually, she was a very sympathetic character, even though she was it looked like she was in her teens when she started working for the Lakers. But I've got some concerns about Jeannie Buss herself, Hannah. Well, what are your concerns? Well, my concerns are that the Lakers have been terrible since her father died. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They had the one season a couple of years ago when they won the title. It was kind of a, an outlier. But the other nine or ten seasons since her father passed away, the team has been lousy. You know, and first they blamed it on, you know, her brother who was running the team. But she's been running the team for a while now, Hannah. You know, they have not been a contender. They have not had a winning record most of the time. And at some point, you know, maybe she's got to bear some responsibility. I mean, without here's the thing is, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from, but I think a lot of it does just come down to bad luck and injuries, unfortunately, because when you look at what they've done the last few years, I mean, they signed LeBron James, who's the best player in basketball, probably going to go down as the best player to ever play the game. We also got Anthony Davis, who, you know, everyone was thrilled about. He was supposed to be our future. I don't think anyone could have ever predicted he was just going to be plagued by injuries, you know, the two out of the three seasons that we've had him. And then, you know, last year we went out and we got our our third superstar and obviously a lot of people had their concerns about Russell Westbrook but at the end of the day I mean when you have a team that features LeBron James AD and Russell Westbrook I mean that's a pretty impressive you know feat. Hannah all I know is that you can be a very bright person and and well-meaning and hard-working but it doesn't mean that you're a leader. It doesn't mean that you're really the right person to run a major sports organization like the Lakers. I'm not saying Jeannie Buss is not but I think at some point, 
you know, uh, somebody has to look in the mirror, perhaps, because she ultimately, as the head of the team, she's got to bear some responsibility as well. I don't really agree with what you're saying. I mean, I, I personally I mean, I know Jeannie, though, so I love Jeannie, and I, I think she's tried her best, and I think, listen, she's had a lot of, you know, mishaps along the way. Obviously, they brought in Magic Johnson, who we're going to talk about, because in this interview, Magic is actually helping the Lakers out again. Jeannie talked a little bit about her relationship with him and said, obviously, it was hard when he randomly, you know, didn't even tell her that he was going to be leaving, but that he's actually going to be kind of behind the scenes helping the Purple and Gold get back to their winning ways. He's obviously a huge Laker fan, wants to see the Lakers perform. I just think, Dad, I think she's hired the right people and got the the right people around her to help her and sign the right players. Just unfortunately, I think she's had some hurdles that were kind of just unexpected. But let's get back to, to the interview, Dad, because she definitely talked a lot. You know, she gave a lot away. You know, first of all, what do you think about Magic Johnson coming back and kind of helping the Lakers? Hannah, um, I'm not in favor of that personally. I'm not going to ever get over the way he ditched the Lakers. For some reason, she obviously loves Magic Johnson, and no matter how bad he was to her, she's forgiven him, and that's fine. I wouldn't have forgiven him. I thought he was – what he did to them was despicable and horrible and embarrassing to the team, and uh, I wouldn't do it. And, you know, great, great ball player. Magic Johnson may be the greatest player of all time, certainly maybe one of the half dozen greatest players of all time. It doesn't mean that he's a great guy in the front office. You know, I wasn't overwhelmed with what he did when he was in his short stint with the Lakers. So, I don't know, a lot of people criticize the Lakers because they keep going back to former Lakers. They never move on. They never get fresh blood. It's always, you know, somebody with ties to the organization. Some people criticize that. Well, then you're not going to like who else she confirmed was going to be helping the Lakers as well, Phil Jackson. Obviously, there were a ton of reports that the Lakers were looking to have Phil Jackson kind of help them fill out the roster and kind of advise them this offseason. And Jeannie definitely confirmed that. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about one of the reports of one of the big, huge things that apparently Phil Jackson thinks would be the best for the purple and gold in their future. We're going to get to that. because it involves trading LeBron James and actually keeping Russell Westbrook, which I think has a lot of people scratching their heads. But, Dad, what do you think about Jeannie's confirmation that Phil Jackson is back to, to help the Lakers? I, I feel the same way about Phil Jackson as I feel about Magic Johnson. A little, a little less harsh with Phil Jackson. Look, Phil Jackson, the greatest coach perhaps of all time. He was also a very good basketball player when he was younger. But you know, we all saw his disastrous stint uh, in New York, just a disastrous stint in the front office in New York. You know, again, just like I said with, with Magic Johnson, just because he was a fantastic basketball player, one of the best of all time, doesn't mean that he's a great front office guy. And I feel the same about, you know, Phil Jackson, greatest coach of all time. But, you know, I, I don't know what his uh, skill is as a, as a front office guy. And, uh, you know, I just feel the Lakers, instead of trying to find fresh blood and moving on into the 21st century, it just seems they always are kind of looking to the past. I, I'm not saying that's wrong, Hannah. I'm just saying I have a question about it. I mean, I think because the Lakers are, they have such a legacy and they have so many, you know, Hall of Fame players and so many prominent people who have helped them in the past. And I think... 
any player who's played for us, who's, you know, been one of our, our guys that have, you know, gone down in the Hall of Fame, who have had a pass, the Lakers, I think they all want the Lakers to win. And so I think that's why they, they tend to go back in the past is because if you're once a Laker, you're kind of always a Laker and they're always rooting for the purple and gold. And that's kind of what I think Jeannie Buss was hinting in this interview is that, you know, they're all family and they all want to see the Lakers be a successful franchise and get back to their winning ways. But, you know, Dad, it's interesting because, you know, you kind of just mentioned that you don't know what exactly if Phil Jackson is the right guy for the job, but he actually had an idea that you were kind of leaning towards, and that's actually trading LeBron James because you can obviously get a lot for the best player in basketball, and then maybe keeping Russell Westbrook because, again, he only has one more year on his contract, and then you go into next offseason with, you know, a bunch of talented players that you would get in any kind of a trade that involves LeBron James, and then, you know, a 40, fresh $42 million to go out and spend on whoever else you want. Well, Hannah, it has been reported that Phil Jackson is uh, perhaps in favor of trading LeBron James. I don't know if I can believe that. It sounds suspicious to me. You know, there's so much backstabbing in this league. Who knows who threw that rumor out there? But I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised by it necessarily because, as you know, on the Laker Hand podcast, I have said from time to time that I just wonder. I'm, I'm very worried about the Lakers' future. The cupboard is absolutely bare. No draft pick, no first round picks for another five years, and they're already talking about trading that one away. You know, I just LeBron James is going to be 38 years old. I just nervous about whether he and Anthony Davis are ever going to be able to stay healthy for different reasons. LeBron because he's just an older player now, and Anthony Davis because he's just always been been injury prone. I'm just concerned that you know, just just going all in on the immediate future instead of looking a little bit long term to the health of the franchise and you know going forward well one of the things that i kind of questioned if the report is true that phil jackson would want to trade lebron and keep russ is because in Jeannie's interview she mentioned time and time again that she definitely did not make it seem like they were trading lebron james she mentioned quite a few times that they were going to be building the team you know obviously around lebron but that he did not have the final say in who they got obviously that was the front office's decision but that when you have a superstar like lebron james you obviously want to make them happy and they're obviously going to be exceptionally involved and she definitely did not seem at all or hint or give any inclination that the team was going to be, you know, trading LeBron or Anthony Davis. In fact, she really made it seem like they were going to be planning their entire roster around those two superstars. And she did not mention Russell Westbrook at all in this interview. So I don't think he's staying this offseason, but I think it's pretty clear. Unless something drastically happens, um, obviously you can just never be 100% sure, but really seems like LeBron and AD are staying. And that rush, you know, may be on the trading blocks. That's why I don't really necessarily believe um, in the reports that Phil Jackson wants to trade LeBron. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you just – you really do never know what the purple and gold. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Hannah. I, I'm, I'm not saying that I want to trade LeBron James. I'm saying that after the season the Lakers just had, I think the Lakers have to consider every possibility. I don't think anything should be off the table. And I think an argument could be made that, you know, for the Lakers' future, for the health of the franchise – you know, because they could just be in a disastrous position. I think LeBron James, first of all, I don't think for a second they're going to trade him. 
okay? LeBron James is going to be here at least one more year. I don't think he's going to sign the extension. So I, I'm not sure what he's going to do after this year. But Bronny's got, I think, another year in high school. They're in Los Angeles, uh, and I don't think they're going anywhere. The only way LeBron James is going to be traded is if he wants to be traded, and I don't think that's going to happen. No, I, I completely agree. I don't think there's any way the Lakers are going to be trading LeBron James, like you said, unless he demands a trade, which I don't see happening at all as well. But dad, were there any takeaways, final takeaways from this interview for with Jeannie in particular that you, you know, found interesting that we maybe didn't talk about so far? Yeah, Hannah, I I think the the biggest thing that I thought was curious in what she said is that how upset she is cuz they spent so much money on the roster. And for that much money, one of the highest payrolls in the league apparently, she really would have expected more for her money. And the strange thing about that is you know, as she knows, that money all goes to three guys. It's not like the t- the money spread around the team. There's three guys responsible for that. And as the owner of the team, she signed those three guys, you know. So it's a little weird to say she's spending all this money and expects more when really everybody else on the team is getting almost nothing. And it's three guys who are getting everything. No, exactly. I mean, I, I thought that was kind of interesting as well. But again, I think it just goes back to the fact that when you have three superstars on your team, you expect to be a, a top contending team. And, you know, at the end of the day, I do want to say, Dad, this season was plagued by so many injuries. We barely got a chance to even see those three guys play together. We never got to see this team at full strength, full health. So who really knows what would have happened if the injuries didn't, you know, didn't occur. But at the end of the day, you do have to kind of prepare for that a little bit better. And going into this season, we knew that there were a lot of flaws in this roster to begin with. Well, there's no way to prepare for it when all of your money is going to three players and there's no more money for anybody else. There's really nothing to do. And, And again, you're right, Hannah, of course, if everybody had stayed healthy, not only this year, but last year, the team would have done much better. I don't know if they would have won a title, but they certainly would have done much better. But my concern is, after knowing that LeBron James is going to be 38 years old, after seeing Anthony Davis, who can't seem to play more than a few games without getting hurt again, I mean, statistically, what are the odds of these two guys staying healthy next season? I, it's it's hard to build a team around it when the chances of them staying healthy seem so small. No, I completely agree, which is why, I mean, I think there's going to be some bombs dropped this offseason, especially when Jeannie Buss, you know, goes out, like you said, in the beginning of the show, she doesn't do these interviews a lot, you know, so... When she goes out and she specifically talks about how angry she is and how she knows the blame is on her and she's going to, you know, do everything in her power to make sure that the Lakers never have a season like they they had this past year, I would expect a lot of bombs to be dropped, a lot of changes to be made, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, the curious thing that she said was she was unhappy. She was very unhappy with how it turned out. But then when she was pressed for specifics... She loves everybody. She doesn't want to make any changes. She wants Rob Palenka to be here. She wants Kurt and Linda Rambis to be here. You know, she wants Phil Jackson and Magic Johnson. It's it's the same cast of characters, yet she was very unhappy with the result this last year. So I, I, there just seems to be some inconsistency. I'm not sure what it all means, but I don't see many changes really coming. Yeah, I definitely don't see many changes coming, at least this year from what I gather. I think that maybe if you're talking about Jeannie, her biggest downfall is that she is so sweet and has such a big heart and she doesn't like to upset anyone. But we did all know that, you know, last time she spoke out about how angry she was uh, with how the season turned out, she fired her own brother. So listen, Jeannie's tough. I have faith in her. I am very curious to see what happens this offseason, although it didn't sound like 
at least any moves were going to be, uh, or any changes were going to be made to the front office. She definitely seemed like she had a lot of faith in that. But Laker fam, I do want to hear from you. What are your reactions and your takeaways from this pretty explosive interview with Jeannie Buss? And also, do you agree with these reports uh, that Phil Jackson that we should trade LeBron James and keep Russell Westbrook. Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And you can always also message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.